from a top secret, highly secure location. And now on video. <laughs> this is the return of the Spurs Insider Podcast. Everybody's together. It is season whatever. I don't know how long we've been doing this, but we are returning for the 2022-2023 San Antonio Spurs season. This training camp is underway. I am Mike Finger, joined at this table in this secure location by Tom Orsborn, Jeffrey McDonald, Nicholas Talbot. Um, how has everybody been doing? We're, is this weird? We're no longer in undisclosed secure locations anymore. Well, no oh, one knows who this, this is. One, this is one. But it's scattered, you know, and it's this location's not all that secure. We just we found out. <laughs> okay. Um, the Spurs started training camp on Monday. We are recording this on a Wednesday. What have we learned through the first two days of San Antonio Spurs training camp 2022? Go for it, Tom. What have we learned? Oh, Mr. Sohan is a nice the haircut delight to deal He's with a delight with tri-colored fiesta hair the, dennis rodman persona the, the, the uh, without head, without the craziness the the head coach is basically basically shecky green now yeah <laughs> that's going a ways back yeah that's yeah. that was an old monroe line yeah, yeah. shecky green yeah vaudeville circuit as i read today yeah yeah i guess the headline from the greg popovich Intro was that nobody here should go to Las Vegas and bet on this team to win. Breaking news. Correct. Um, is this any different than last year in that regard? I mean, last year, your Spurs, your local Cagers ended up competing well enough to make a play in tournament. This year, it's going to be significantly right. different. Correct? I would not have bet on the Spurs to win the championship last year either, but I think it's a different, it's a different stage of the development process. Um, than it was at this time last year. I think um, in terms of wins and losses, I think they've definitely taken a step back from where they were last year. I don't think that's breaking news either. I mean, they traded DeJounte Murray, and they're going really, really heavy on the youth. So I, I think I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, go to Vegas and bet on this team to make the play-in tournament either um, at this point, and I think that's okay, but I think we should all be realistic about where this team is. I think Pop said... Um, when asked about last year, he said it was going to be all about development. This year is going to be development plus or an extra stage of development. And I guess we could start there if we're just talking big picture. We haven't done this podcast in several months. Um, what are the expectations of this team? Is it just, you know, tank for the tank for the top spot in the draft? Or is there going to be maybe a possibility that they don't finish in the bottom four, which or bottom three, whatever it takes to get that top pick. Man, I think they could I think they're gonna play as hard as they can and it's still gonna work out and they'll finish in the bottom three because I just think they're that that's what they are right now. There aren't I mean it, it could, it's a competitive race to the bottom. That's that's for sure. They could they could screw up and get fourth. Season's a failure if they don't finish in the bottom three. That, that, here's the breaking news from the first podcast. The season is a failure if they don't finish <laughs> exactly. in the bottom three. And I think Jeff is right and that it, it'll work itself out. And I don't think generally when we talk about teams tanking, that is rarely – there's there's some cases where it is, but it's rarely a case of either the coach or the players doing the tanking. Right. Front offices tank. Right. And the front office for the Spurs now has sort of done its job in that regard. you got free of DeJounte Murray, not that – you know, we've. I think I'm not sure if we've discussed that on this podcast yet or not. The Dejounte Murray trade. It's we we haven't done it on season. video. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, 
But DeJounte Murray was kind of the one guy who was keeping the team competitive. Right. In, in close games, he, he was, was the all-star. Closer. And he, he was, was the, the all-star. Yeah. He was the guy. If, if DeJounte Murray wasn't on that team last year, they don't play in that play-in game at New Orleans. Uh, they don't even get close, really. And this isn't to say they can't win close games this year. It's going to be interesting to see who steps up into that role, whether it's Kelton Johnson or Devin Vassell or even Josh Primo. But they're going to lose a lot of games this year that they might have won last year. And I think that's probably fine and good. You can still play hard. You can still coach to win. You can still play to win. And if you don't, well, then you get what Tom's saying. Is, failure. Which is the top, Utter failure. <laughs> a top three spot. Or a top three spot in the in the lottery, which and to remind our our viewers, which are viewers, there are viewers now. That's in right. Some Good cases, point. Um, there's no difference mathematic mathematically between first, second, or third, third worst and first worst record wise. You get the same number of ping pong balls, uh, lottery combinations. So if you're in those bottom three, there are uh, there are a couple of really prized prospects that could be your uh, your prize next year in the draft. And I think in terms of, oh, I can like people can see this now tanking. But we're we're still our our old school uh, devotees of this podcast are still listening. Oh, on the, I, in well, the, in the car they need to get with the uh, 21st century and get on the YouTube and whatnot. Well, not in the car. Oh, uh, well, yeah, that might not be safe. I mean, you just you, you got it right there on your phone. Still, we're not advocating for that. Okay. What I was saying, he was uh, making air quotes. When you get to the end of the season and you're in I don't that know area, why he was using air quotes for end of the season? That's no, not it was quote. tanking. Oh. You're talking about tanking. Oh, okay. And you get towards the end of the season, that's where you might see a game or two, kind of uh, Kelvin Johnson sick today, or whatever. Right. If, if if you if you need a, if if you need a game here or there, again, that's also a front office kind of decision there yeah. who would do that. And yeah. even at the end of last year, remember. There was a situation where the Spurs were almost certainly going to make the play-in, but there was a chance of if they won an extra game or two, could have had a worse pick than like the Knicks or the the for somebody else in the Eastern Conference. And you saw Pop kind of not play his top guys down the stretching games. That was like a rare case so of the coach being in on the tanking. You so might you might see that like they're not going to like they're not going to finish fourth on purpose. And by the Fourth way, worst. like those those um, losses that they took the last week before the play-in game became significant enough where like it might have been the difference between Jeremy Sohan or somebody else. Yeah, and maybe point. some people who aren't Jeremy Sohan fans might think, well, it would have been okay to pick one lower. But that those one or two games did make the difference in the pick between, you know, eight, nine, ten, they, whatever that They shut been. down McDermott when right. he could have played, right. you know, under normal circumstances. Well, there was a, this is ancient history, but there was there was a game that last week where like Josh Richardson stayed on the bench the whole fourth quarter. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember what I'm talking Barely. about? Barely. And, and like uh, they just played like Trey Jones the entire fourth quarter, and that was just kind of uh, the one situation where you saw some maybe pop in on the on the tanking there. But I don't think he's really in on the tanking now. I think he's he's excited again. We can get into the whole why did Pop come back thing. I think he gave the yeah. most honest answer. I think there he. Is. I, want, I think they want to. I think they want to win as many games as they can, which is going to be not very many. Right. Right. So, how are you prepared to cover a season like this? Last year was one step towards this, but you still had kind of a play-in race. Yeah, there's a play-in race. Like Dejounte was interesting all last year, just putting right. up triple doubles left and right. Um, something will something will pop up. I mean, those the the, the kids are going to play more. 
You're gonna, you might see four 19-year-olds play for the Spurs, which would, that would be the first time in history for them all to play in the same season. I, I don't think, uh, especially when you're talking about like Sohan and maybe even uh, Branham, I don't think they have much Austin time ticketed, which would be a different thing than most of their uh, first-round picks coming in. So I think we'll see them on the floor uh, at the NBA level a lot more, and that'll be something interesting to watch and just see what they look like and how they fit early and their, what their growing pains are. Jeff's going to write a lot about Jakob Pertl a lot. Until they trade him. Yes, until they trade him, of course. Throw Dominique Barlow and Jordan Hall in there. You've got <laughs> five 19 I forgot about them. Yeah. They're the, two, the two-way guys. So yeah. pop. <laughs> <laughs> this was in the— Does he know him that? We're going, we're going way back in technology here. We've gone from podcast to video, and like the, the whole printed newspaper is no one, no one here even— no one out there— and I'm motioning towards the video camera, even knows what a newspaper is anymore. That's but where, it, it's it's the, like where someone like transcribes your podcast and then correct. prints it on a piece of paper and throws it on your front step, correct. doorstep. That's what a newspaper anyway, is. Anyway, in one of those newspapers this week, um, I, I talked about all the jokes Pop made. And uh, the genius of Pop's jokes is that he was just telling the truth <laughs> to every question. Why did you come back? My paycheck. <laughs> Do you know any of the new guys? No, I've already forgotten their names. You know, nobody here should go bet on this team to win the championship. All of that is just as honest as he's ever been. The CIA trained, yeah. you know, the Army, uh, U.S. Air Force intelligence officer has finally decided there is no use in keeping secrets anymore. And people love it. Like it was, uh, like Jeff said, a great Shecky Green stand-up performance. <laughs> and uh, it set the tone for a season in which people will need to keep a sense of humor well, about uh, the, the growing pains of this franchise. Okay, let's ask this question. If you don't, if you're, let's say, a Spurs fan and you don't, you've got it in your head, you don't care about wins and losses, is this going to be a fun team to watch? Is this, this is going to be an interesting team to watch? I think there are Spurs fans, and I'm not being, I'm not talking down to Spurs fans. I think there are Spurs fans who have, waited for the tank for, I guess, ever since the Kawhi trade, mm -hmm. have been pushing for a mm -hmm. season like this. Used and, to call them shut-ins. And now it's be careful what you wish for because now you get to see what it's like. And it sounds great in theory. Oh, well, just watch the young kids for 82 games and be encouraged by their progress. And But we want to be, you know, 10 and 72 at the end of the year so we can get Victor. That sounds great, but like by... Thanksgiving, I think, I think people are going to be pulling their hair out. I think you might, well, you're, you don't have any hair left to pull, but um, like it's going to take some getting used to. And we've, this has been a familiar theme on this podcast and our coverage ever since the Kawhi trade in that San Antonio is getting used to something that San Antonio has never experienced before. And that started out as, oh, the Spurs aren't a championship contender anymore, but they're kind of mediocre can San Antonio deal with that? And then it's, oh, San Antonio might not even be mediocre anymore last year. Maybe not even they, making the playoffs Maybe anymore. they could sneak into the final, you know, 10th spot, the play-in spot. San Antonio's never dealt with that before. Now San Antonio is dealing with something that really in the history of the franchise, nobody's dealt with. That one Tim Duncan year was just this freak thing for, what, three, four months yeah, where everybody after was David hurt. got hurt. Yes. And they just decided to go for it. This is going to be a prolonged... Full season um, kind of plummet into a depth that people aren't familiar with. And I don't know how the public, the media, 
Popovich, the players, how anybody's going to deal with this. It's going to be kind of fascinating to watch. And it might be more than one season if you yeah. don't get the ping pong ball. If you get fourth or don't get the right. ping pong balls to go your way and don't get Victor Wimbeamia or one of the other guys at the top of the draft, this draft class, it could last longer than I a year. mean, this is where you are until you draft the next star. And whether that's next summer or the summer after or five summers from now, this is where you are. You're not signing that guy. Uh, maybe he's on the roster now, but I don't know. Um but you're going to be a bad team. They're going to be a bad team until they draft their John Morant or their name your guy. It really is amazing. Four straight – this will be the fourth straight season out of the playoffs is the longest stretch in franchise history. And it history. already was. That, wasn't, is, that is – yeah. Wasn't three, two? Three, three. Three was the most? Three was the most. It's just amazing. When you look at the history of this franchise, it's just uh, – yeah, That's how many why, franchises can say that in any sport? That's why nobody knows how to deal with it. Well, it's also why, from a marketing standpoint, um, the Spurs are marketing history this year. And let's go yeah. back to the album. Uh, yeah, well, they're, yeah. they're, they're lucky it's the 50th anniversary <laughs> right. this year. That gives them another storyline to, to talk about. Yeah. Go pack the Alamodome. Uh, honor all the all the moments from the past. Go to Austin. Go to Mexico City. And duck some guys in Springfield. Like, when there was a time when that pre-pop arrow hardly was ever right, discussed. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. yeah, well, they finished, I think, 27th in attendance last year. So this year, you know, probably going to be in below that. It's going to be a different experience at the Spurs games this year. 65,000 will help. And I think that they will fill the dome for that one just because I think Spurs fans are – I already hear people talking yeah. about it. Like they're excited yeah. to go and be part of a record. It's it's kind of a brilliant marketing move. Yeah, yeah, and, and it dropped the price of the tickets. Yeah, too, I, I think, also right? think they'll do the Spurs will do whatever it takes to yeah. get that. Thing. I mean, if they're giving away tickets at, at that point, I think they'll do it. Yeah, it'll be one of your combo locos at H E B. Buy some tamales, get free Spurs tickets. Primo pick too. Yeah, see, yeah. wrap it all together. We were talking the other day at the media day about face of the franchise. And there's this, we, we sort of had a, a side conversation about, like, for now it's Keldon Johnson. Like, it's weird that Keldon Johnson is the unquestioned yeah. face of the franchise. But I think the higher upside, what what the Spurs would love is if, if Primo picked Josh Primo becomes that. And your point was because that would mean Primo has become a, I don't want to say a star, but for the Spurs, a Correct. star, their best player. This could be, I don't know, Tom was standing there. My argument is that Keldon, a huge success draft-wise from mm -hmm. where he was taken, mm -hmm. has already become, you know, he's gotten his contract after the rookie deal, worthy of that extension, become the best player on his team now because DeJounte was traded. Like, he's been great, but I think he's pretty close to a ceiling. Like, I don't know if there's a huge Kawhi Leonard yeah. leap left I, in his career. I, I, think, I think that's fair. And so why I think the Spurs would love if Joshua Primo becomes that guy is because he's the guy left who has that. You can kind of squint and see there is that ceiling to him of becoming, if not an all-star, just a, a, a guy who plays like a, the top 10 pick that he was. And uh, just the personality-wise, I think he'd be a super face of the franchise type guy. I think Sohan. Could I was going to say yeah, Sohan would be uh, interesting, yeah. but we haven't seen him play a minute yet. So we Sohan plays a style that I don't think is as he's not going to put up thirty flashy, right? As like you, Primo. If Primo becomes his like ninety nine percentile, like the dream Primo scenario, he is 
scoring 30 a night, dishing out 10 assists, grabbing I mean, he's a triple-double guy. He's, he's that, that, Like I said, it's 99 percentile. I know. Like, I don't think Sohan has that <laughs> I agree, in his, no, in he, his but, arsenal at any point. But like, he's got like, the like, hair. He doesn't. But, Correct. You know, if he's Rodman light, I mean, Dennis Rodman was hugely popular during his two – Correct, two but, seasons here, but he's not. He would. Dennis wasn't the face of the franchise. No, ever. he was not. No, but what I'm saying is that that Sohan will be very attractive to a lot of fans. Yeah. Do you think if, uh, if he if he does that dirty work, if he's if he's the rebounder, the defender, and the pest that he has the potential to be? When when you uh, look at Sohan with his dyed hair and his uh-huh. number ten. Uh-huh. Do you think Pop's just going to have these subconscious Rodman I think, flashbacks? I think so. And, and, so and almost, <laughs> almost just have some reason he doesn't like Sohan because he's it, got this Rodman thing in his it's head. It's possible. Rodman. I'm kind of, I'm joking here, but. Yeah, but Rodman. Uh, but. Drove him nuts. Just, yeah. Yeah. just think of Pop looking at this guy like, oh no. Yeah. What, um, what player, which player do you enjoy just pronouncing? The, the, his pronunciation of just random words that make you chuckle. Is it Manu Ginobili, who was an all-time great at that? Whether it was uh, like, Sohan's oh, pretty, pretty, pretty or, epic. Or Sohan. <laughs> I think it's Sohan because it's new. Like we it's haven't new. had that British accent yeah. before. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I find myself listening to him speak and just uh, like it's mesmerizing at times. <laughs> and we haven't heard him. We did hear him speak Polish. Oh, yeah. In, uh, yeah, yeah. During um, – Media day, he was in the, uh, he took a, before he spoke to us, he was in the media room in their secure location doing Polish media. Um, they had held off on him doing any media with, 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 uh, with Poland, with Poland until media day. And then he did an extensive uh, interview with the Polish media. That's great. That is great. <laughs> We're sort of hitting that lull here, and and uh, the viewers can see it's, the awkwardness. Yeah, see, as opposed to the old days when there was just well, we are the, Luis will, will well, he'll clean that up like he always does. He'll yeah, work his magic. I think it's harder with video. Wait, are we going to do this on TikTok? We do have a TikTok now what, for the Express. I, I have a, I have a, I have one question about that. Um, what is what is TikTok? It's like Vine. What's Vine? What is uh, what's Vine? Like those, uh, like the candy Don't you eat at the movies. Them. We need to, if we're going to do this, we need to stop indulging this nonsense. <laughs> the whole podcast is nonsense. Uh, the nonsense uh, is the best part of it. Well, that's your opinion. No one wants to hear you talk about Keldon Johnson and his ceiling. Okay. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> Red vines and Red TikTok. Vine. Red vines and TikTok. What are the last, What are there any roster decisions during preseason camp? Kind of no, right? They right. have 20 people. Uh-huh. There's going to end with 17, including the two two-way guys. Uh-huh. They got two guys that are just not going to make the team. They're not under contract and probably waving KBD. I guess the biggest storyline is start, who starts at point yeah, guard. Yeah, there we go. We can talk about that. point guard? You know? We can talk about it's, that. It's going to be primo. Eventually, maybe. They're, and they're that, not, might be who you, that. that might be who you call who who you call the point guard, but I don't think we have a traditional point guard on this roster. I also wouldn't be shocked if they started the season making Trey Jones do it just because everything else is going to be chaos. And, and then as, a, the, as the season goes along, they kind of... He's a traditional point guard. As the season goes along, they maybe transition away from that. But you need two point guards. And I'm all about... Like, I understand the whole basketball's positionless now. And mm-hmm. it's true. Like, mm-hmm. there's not a... There's mm-hmm. no longer a quote-unquote small forward. Mm-hmm. 
or a power forward or whatever. But there's always a point guard. There's always a guy who's bringing up the ball and starting your offense. And generally, I think that's pro- like, I think they want Primo to be that guy. Sure, eventually, or maybe at the beginning. Who knows? Uh huh. Like don't Vassell know. will probably do some of it. Uh, Keldon will do some of it. There, uh, there are. Just, they notably did not bring in any point guards. They right. traded their starter and did not bring in any. So that's why we are where we are. They have one guy on the roster that you would probably write a PG next to his name, which is Trey Jones, which doesn't mean he's going to start. And I would be shocked if he started all year. But I could see them starting that way, starting the season that way, just because everything else is going to be so chaotic and fluid. And as the season goes along, kind of get get rid of that. The other or, – or the one in ink – Starter that pop name was Jakob Pertl, who we also compared to Tim Duncan, yeah. which was great. <laughs> there were a couple of just wow moments during that day. And it, the pop wasn't saying he was Tim Duncan, but it was like, what did he say? Jakob does the same things that Timmy did for us back in the day. Yes, which is, which, is why, there, which is why when Timmy was there, they were winning titles. And now, now they're right. competing for the last pick in the draft. He's a the, poor, poor, poor man's Tim Duncan. He's a, he's a great player, and he's going to have a lot of value to another team, to a, to a winning team. <laughs> he's a great point. role player. Yeah, He's uh-huh. a great role player. But there were moments like that where you like, – I think that, you know there was a handful of, of just sentence fragments yeah. that – caught your attention. It was Pop saying, Jakob does the same things that Timmy does. There was Pop saying, I want to set this up for the next guy, which mm-hmm. was, that was, that was good. Kind, of, kind of an eye-opening thing. Yeah, you never yeah. hear him talk about yeah. the possibility that things that the Spurs will yeah. exist after he's gone. Almost, yeah. almost saying, I'll never see the promised land. I'll never <laughs> see the playoffs again, but I'll have it ready for... He's like Moses getting yeah, right exactly. to the right He's to the not going to see the cusp. promised land. Yeah. 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 So um, we can get into that, I guess. Pop's always good uh, uh, fodder for discussion. Um, first of all, were any of you surprised that he came back this year? Uh, start with that. I've been weirdly surprised like 10 years in a row to the point that I'm not surprised anymore. Like it seemed like there were some very, there were several natural jumping off places that he uh, exit ramps that he didn't take and so here we are and what's gonna i mean i don't know what stops him from not coming back in perpetuity now he loves it he loves it and then as he said the paycheck paycheck he loves the paycheck and who wouldn't (laughs) but there are gonna be times this season after that second glass of wine as he says he's gonna wonder what the heck he's doing here the um it's good to have Brett Brown there running, riding shotgun. I think that's the from point. From a sanity standpoint. I think, I think Brett basically Br- brought him to be his friend. Yeah. yeah like yeah. he needed somebody. But to I, also, I also yeah. think Brett Brown's going to have a big role coaching this team too. Yeah. I think. And he's been through a season like this before. I think, Tom, did you bring that up the other day? Or someone did in the, in the, in the, at the media day? Everyone did. Everyone, yeah. 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 Um, Brett, has been, Brett has been through the process. But the national natural jumping off point that I think a lot of people figured was the Olympics. Was the Olympics. Yeah. And then when that didn't happen, I think I was more surprised that Pop came back a year ago than this year. Like this year, I thought it was pretty through Makes the end sense. of last season. I, he's never going to quit. And he might never quit. Like if he's if he didn't quit before this season, why would he quit before next season? It's just getting to a point where. Um, I don't know. I, I sort of expect him to be around forever, and that's why what he said the other day about the next guy, it was just kind of like, whoa. So I guess what I'm doing is I'm I'm preparing Pop for the next guy that covers him. Correct. 
More power who comes out? Who comes after me? That might have been what he was talking about. <laughs> the next guy, meaning the next speed guy, who I'm gonna have to deal with on a daily basis. Who might still be in high school now? Who knows? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the so the roster decision is just there's two two players have non guaranteed deals in their Trey Jones, who's the only point guard on the roster. Yeah. And KBD. Yeah. And so KBD's probably going to yeah. get waived. Yeah, that makes that I can't imagine any other scenario there. Is there anybody on this roster? Like, I guess who are you most interested in watching over the the first month of the season? Draft picks, probably. Yeah, draft picks, probably. But I don't know. I mean, I, like I'd I'd like to see all the. You'd like to see how what does Primo look like now? What does Vassell look like now? But I I guess if I had to pick one, I would say Sohan just because we didn't even see him in summer league. He was out for summer league with that bout of COVID. So I really have not seen him play basketball since he was at Baylor. And everyone in this room knows I didn't see him play at Baylor. So well, the funny thing is, like people who actually watch college basketball and watch Baylor don't have like vivid memories of him because he just he he wasn't a star there yeah, he was um, a sixth man right? he was a sixth so. man basically and he would be kind of a pest and there were there were games where he made his presence felt and you know what what the scouts loved about him is that he could affect the game without touching the ball that type of thing but it's not like he's one of these college guys who is just lighting it up scoring 30 points a night and then you wonder how that's going to translate to the nba in a way it's like he might have more of an impact right, opposite. in the nba than he had in college because in college he was this freshman who didn't totally uh i guess he wasn't looked upon by his teammates as the go-to guy or anything like that so that's that's kind of a weird dynamic just, and that's your your top 10 pick who comes to an NBA franchise that's won five titles has more of an opportunity to show his stuff with that franchise than he did at Baylor. It's crazy. And it also just underscores how just all that goes into trying to hit those picks when they're 19 years old and maybe you've got one college season on tape and you're trying to project what they can do at the NBA level. And I, I you know I'm not paid to do that, but it seems like I'd be wrong a lot more than I was right. If you remember our, our podcast before the draft. I do not. You, of course you don't. It's the rest of the room. the The podcast before the draft, that was that was the pick that I. Oh pushed. yeah, yeah, I do remember that. I said they should pick Sohan, and so I, like I, I do remember once or twice when you're right about something. Like my well, I'm not right yet. Well, just I said they should, and they did. I still could be proven wrong. Like my reputation is on the line with Jeremy Sohan, along with Brian Wright's. But Brian Wright might not be feeling very well about this pick now. With the way the draft kind of paired out, it's kind of that's who kind of fell to him too. So it's yeah. it was kind of the consensus pick when it actually the draft played out were you surprised they had uh, at practice yesterday they had uh blake wesley didn't y'all talk to blake wesley yeah we did yeah we had requested uh one of the other first round picks uh-huh. and that's uh they're they're throwing these guys right into the like they're 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 wasting no time and letting them no kind of speak and, and face forward yeah. and that kind of stuff I yeah think that's kind of interesting he did a great I mean, you, job uh, you compare that the spurs traditionally have been one of the least open franchises when it comes to media access and stuff like yeah, that. They could have gone now the other. Now they're doing this stuff. And then you, you got the Knicks who won't allow anybody to talk to anybody in the media. I mean, they're doing everything to their house TV channel. Yeah. I didn't, I haven't followed up on this, but the Knicks guys are telling me that Tibbs didn't even talk at media day. Correct. He was the only one of 30 coaches that did not talk. And their, their, uh, Leon Rose did an interview, but just with, uh, either a press conference, air quotes, 
for the listeners. Um, <laughs> but it was just with the the MSG basically, or just just with the in house deal. Well, so. I, th- I think the Spurs kind of wisely are j- trying to sell what they have, right. trying to trying to trying to sell whatever positive spin or storylines they can have, which is what a PR department should be doing. So they're, people want to know about the rookies. Give us the rookies. Let us find out about yeah, them. Let us talk to them. They're going to do that all season with those three. Uh, is the indication that I got at media day. And they could have went the other route with the Doug McDermott and um, uh, Josh Richardson. Now, to, to be fair, we did yeah. we did request one of the – we wanted to talk to one of the right. new guys after their first practice, right. and they'd already let Sohan talk, so it was going to be either Wesley or Branham probably. But there are times in the past where that they wouldn't have, wouldn't have granted either. You so. know, Branham at uh, Summer League, kind of a lasting memory of Summer League was his final game, their their last game. He hits, um, I think it was six, six three-pointers in the fourth quarter, five of which came in the last five minutes. I mean, that was uh, that was really impressive and fun to watch. So They're all going to have moments. But, like, yeah. the, the, the city doesn't know this team, really. No, no. no. I, I pointed out also well, in the newspaper that Frank Harris, yes, the quarterback at UTSA. That's the, it's the college program here in it's town? It's a college football program. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Played on a gridiron, 100 Yards so it's 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 not, it's not a cage. It's not, not a cage. The cage. They're not cagers. The they're gritters. The gritters. Okay, local gotcha. gritters are the UTSA Roadrunners. Frank Harris is the quarterback of the local gritters. He has been at UTSA longer than any member of the Spurs have been a Spur. That's amazing. That is insane. <laughs> so the longest tenured Spur is Jakob Pertl. That is correct. And he probably will not be here in February. February. That is correct. So it's just kind of puts that in perspective. Or um, what, what? What is there left to say? Or do we need to wind down? I, that was an amazing transition right there. It was. That Thank was amazing. You. We picked up our old chemistry right off the bat. <laughs> well, this is the first time we, uh, a couple of us, have been in our office since uh, pre-COVID. Since so, like we we recorded a uh, a uh, podcast like two days before the world shut down in 2020. And now we're all back in the office doing it live for this one. And it's, it's a completely different building. It is a completely different building. It's a completely different secure location. We do not. What's really unfortunate about this new video era is we could not ever show the viewers the old um, egg cartons. You know, yeah, the, I miss the egg cartons. Material. Yeah. Yeah. Like this sound is leaking out of this room yes. like crazy. It's not as secure as the old place. No. Still secure. Don't try to find us. Less asbestos. Less, less asbestos. I guess that's a trade-off. Less asbestos. Less secure, but also less asbestos. So that's the bright side. Uh, like <laughs> Luis, our producer, who's the back in the background there, has has given us the segue. Yes, oh. the, our current state of affairs might be less secure than it used to be, but there's less asbestos. And just think about that. Your next week until the next podcast. Just take care of each other. Keep it real. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>